0: And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. to double your sales now. Your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I have the very cool, very amazing Jenna Redfield here with me today, and you're going to love what she has to share, and she's an expert in Instagram, which I think we all need more of. So Jenna, welcome to the Double Your Sales Now Thank show. You. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. We're going to have a blast. I had a blast on your show, so yeah. we're going to have a great conversation about marketing and selling and selling how you've grown your business. So can't wait to dive into that. I want to thank our listeners who are all over the world. Um, We have listeners in over 50 countries and thousands of downloads. Thank you for being part of our community. If you haven't gone there yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift to get our PDF six secrets to doubling your sales. It's easy to download and it can give you that boost in sales today. Also, I'd love to partner with you on your next event, conference, or sales training session. You can go to ursulaminches.com to see all of our latest keynotes and click on the link to book me, U-R-S-U-L-A-M-E-N-T-J-E-S.com. And if you haven't been out to Sales Camp yet and you wanna come out, all the details are on salescoachnow.com and just click on the Sales Camp tent. There's a logo there that looks like a tent and then we would love to support you in making that happen. So with that, we, we also have a sponsor today. I love our sponsors from our community. There are clients, they come back and they support the show. Today we have Autumn Enloe and she is sponsoring the show today. And here's what Autumn has to say because she is a health expert. She says, are you struggling to lose weight? Do you have major sugar cravings and rely on sweet treats to get you through your day? Do you suspect you have a food sensitivity but have no idea how to figure it out? You can finally put an end to your struggle and stress because Autumn Enloe is an expert at helping busy women lose weight so they can stop relying on sugar and have the energy to do the things that they love. And what's really cool is she has a holistic approach to nutrition, and she helps her clients improve their health through simple nutrition and lifestyle changes. So... If you're ready to drop the extra rate and keep it off for good and want accountability and one-on-one support from a nutrition expert, you can book a 15-minute free discovery call today. So if you're feeling the pull, caller, because 15 minutes for free is amazing, go to Autumn Endlo, and I'm going to spell it, A-U-T-U-M-N-E-N-L-O-E.com. Click on Make an Appointment at the top of the page. And best of all, mention the podcast, and you get $100 off any nutrition coaching package. That's right, just for being a listener, $100 off and you can also follow autumn for nutrition content recipes at autumn and low nutrition on both facebook and instagram right okay so thanks again autumn we appreciate your support with that let me tell you about jenna and why i'm excited to have her here today well i mean selfishly she's an expert in instagram and we all know you guys have heard me like if you're not following me on instagram yet please do and get on their facebook and connect with me there and linkedin and twitter and all that cool stuff but especially instagram Jenna Redfield, she is a social media strategist and online community leader with an emphasis in Instagram. God bless her. <laughs> she owns Twin Cities Collective LLC, which started as a community networking group that has turned into a business and marketing educational organization as well. And what's really cool is she's a sought after public speaker and she speaks at events such as a Startup Week Minnesota Bloggers Conference, Twin Cities social media marketing meetup, women's and women I can say that, women entrepreneurs of Minnesota. She's also been featured on Twin Cities Live, sharing Instagram tips with their viewers. And I have a I have a feeling that Jenna is someone we're going to watch. She's going straight to the top. And so with that, Jenna, welcome to the show. And what I'd love to hear first is a little bit about your journey. Tell us about who you are, your background. I know we're both Twin Cities ladies now, Mm -hmm. but what got you into this world of Instagram and marketing and helping your clients? It
1: started around the time when I was 15. I actually discovered YouTube. Oh, which was kind of yeah. funny. YouTube came out in 2005 and I discovered it in 2006. Okay. I was 15. You're so young. <laughs> you 27. 12. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I think I was 14, 15 <laughs> at the time. I think I was in eighth grade. And I loved watching YouTube and I've always been a big fan of movies and then I was like, you know what, maybe I can make my own YouTube videos. Yeah. And so then I had a, my dad's old laptop and I was using Windows Movie Maker, which is the worst program, don't use it. Okay, no Windows <laughs> um, Movie Maker. No, but then when I was 16 uh, for my birthday, you know, like a lot of people are like, oh, I want a car or whatever. I wanted a Mac Mac computer. Like that was my dream. I was like, I really want a Mac or something, a really nice computer, because I was such a computer yeah. nerd. So I got one when I was 16. It was I, like There was video of me at one point like screaming, like I was so excited to get a Mac. I could Picture it. Yeah. And so that was when I learned how to use iMovie, which is like the one that comes with the Mac. And then I just spent years, like, making fun videos, just teaching myself how to edit. And then when I was going to college, I was like, what do I want to do? And I was like, I just want to make videos forever. Like, I just really want to make videos. And my parents are like, just go to school for video production. Yeah. And so I did. And so I went to school. I went to Bethel University, which is north of the cities. And while they are a great school, they didn't have a great video production program. It's a very small school. So I actually moved out to Los Angeles for a semester and did a film program out there. And when I was out there, I realized I was like, I don't really want to do video production. (laughs) Like I was like, I don't really want to live in LA and work in Hollywood. So I came back for my senior year of college and I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Like I spent the last eight years of my life thinking I was going to do video for a living and now I'm not. And that was around the time when social media was starting to grow. And so my senior year of college, I was like, I really want to pursue social media management or social media marketing. But again, it was senior year. So I was kind of late. And also my school was not advanced enough to have a social media program yet. It was still so new that I had to teach myself. And so once I graduated, I struggled finding a job because I hadn't had any internships in social media. And so basically my journey started with a blog and started like just doing my own thing. And then over time, I just got really connected to the local blogging scene. And then I just really, it just was a journey of like starting my own business. I started my first business doing wedding video. And then I started my second business doing stock photography, selling on Etsy. Oh, sure. So and then eventually started doing video editing freelance. It's been a very long journey. But the business I have now started because I had connected with all these bloggers around town. And I was in this blogging group. And the woman that was running it, she was moving. And I was like, I reached out to her and said, hey. What are you doing with this group? And she said, "Oh, you can have it if you want." (laughs) So that's actually how Twin Cities Collective started. Was I just took over this? It was called Twin Cities Bloggers at the time. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is my opportunity to start a brand or something." I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm like, I already had about 800 followers on Instagram, so it was like kind of a jump start. Yeah, and I was like, I can just be anonymous. And just start this Instagram and grow it. And over time, I have infused myself into it. But interesting, for the first year, a lot of people didn't know who was behind it. This was before Instagram stories. But we've grown it now. We just hit 15,000 just about two weeks ago. So that was very exciting. And that's been over... Almost three years. So it's been it's like consistent growth, which has been really great. And it's been all local. So a lot of people are like, why did you stick with local and not, you know, expand yeah. beyond? And I'm like, but that's why, because there are so many other online businesses. There's no one that's specifically focusing on the Twin Cities. I'm the only one. Yeah. So well, congratulations. Was, thank you.
0: Yeah. And when I was reading about you, that whole piece about 15,000 local people. Yeah. So why do you think that's so powerful? Because I think it's so different. I think it is. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, so one of my catchphrases, I guess, is taking... Online relationships offline, mm-hmm. because a lot of the times, if you don't travel, you will never meet the friends you make, make online. True. But if you live locally, and the Twin Cities is a lot of people don't know this. It's a huge place where there's a lot of creatives. There's a, a lot of agencies in town. It's a very creative city. Yeah. And but people don't know each other. There's that Minnesota nice like stereotype yeah. that everyone doesn't know each other. It's very it, isolating. We're nice, but
0: we don't see yeah. each other. Very and so often. I'm trying
1: to break that because I'm like. You don't understand how powerful in-person networking can be until you do it. Right. And so I'm trying to introduce that concept to a generation of people my age and maybe a little bit older than me, a little bit younger than me, that maybe have never thought to do that with an online business. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, right, if you're not connecting, if you can, you can deepen those relationships really fast yes, and get really get to for know sure. each other.
1: And I feel like a lot of the people I started networking with became close friends. Yeah. You know, so a lot and they're Me very too, big yeah. supporters of what I'm doing. And so a lot of the growth we've had is word of mouth. People have just told their friends, maybe their friend is starting a business, they join the group, it's a way for them to find out about other businesses that they can collaborate with. It's a huge ecosystem of itself, mm-hmm. which I feel like I mean, I'm just watching it sometimes. Like I'm not involved with everything, but yeah. it's just cool to see people connecting through the group and everything.
0: Well, that's great. Yeah. So I mean it's funny too, because I think for so long we thought Social media or online connecting was this party online. But if you really think about it, the people who comment on your stuff the most are the people who actually know you. Mm-hmm. right the, oh, your for friends sure. and family mm-hmm. and colleagues and connectors yeah. and people who've seen you before, they're your top, you know mm-hmm. commenters and yes, connectors. And yes. so it is that way to deepen the relationship. But I love it. I love that you're really showing people how to be online and hang out locally, mm-hmm. but also how to expand that mm-hmm. business locally exactly. So, I mean, clearly you did more than a double when you got to Mm 15,000, and it's interesting how that all came together. Was there a moment when you launched the newer business Mm -hmm. where you had that first double or that first big jump in sales where you went, wow, this is really happening? Yeah,
1: well, it's interesting because I did have two separate businesses and they were merged last fall. So, Twin Cities Collective had been just a group, it hadn't been a business. It was just something I did in my free time. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing events, and the first event I did, I'm like, I'm gonna have people pay. It was like ten dollars or something. I've yeah. now increased the price. We charge about thirty to forty per event, okay? Because they're like an hour, you know, they're really short. But I feel like for me, it was like, oh, I can make money doing this Twin Cities Collective thing, mm-hmm. not just a group. But then I also had my other business. And I was like, I can't have two businesses. That's too much. So I merged them, and I was doing like social media coaching. I was doing stuff over there. So then when I merged them. I was like, I now have an audience where I can actually just tell them about what I offer. Yes. And so one of the things I do are Instagram audits. So I actually take people, we sit down for an hour, I go through your Instagram, and I give you actual feedback that you can change. And a lot of people don't know what they're doing wrong. Of course. You know, they want to know from somebody who literally spends my entire day on Instagram, like I'm looking through everyone's Instagrams, I'm spending a lot of time thinking about my own. I don't know, it's just something I really enjoy. And so I've looked at thousands and thousands of Instagram accounts and I know what works mm. and I can tell you right away what what you should change and I think people just they didn't go to school for Instagram there's no classes I'm offering the classes that people were neb- like there's I'm literally one of the only people in the cities offering Instagram classes there's maybe a few other people yeah but I'm the only one specifically specializing, yeah you it. Is. yeah and so for me it was niching down to that was super helpful for me because I feel like I could make my name known and then also the group has just become a name in itself as well locally
0: yeah it's a great name and yeah it's a great brand. I, yeah i
1: do i love the name and it's like when people type in twin cities like we're one of the first accounts to show up of course you, know? you are yeah
0: yeah well that makes a lot of sense and yeah. it's branded i mean it's what you do so let's go back to you know launching we'll talk about this business specifically mm-hmm. but what limiting beliefs if any did you have about sales or selling or what can you mm-hmm. share with us about that
1: I think one of the biggest ones was the pricing for sure. And I think it was, oh, I'm not worth that. Or, oh, I I can't charge that. I don't have enough experience. I started when I was young and I felt like people didn't take me seriously. Mm -hmm. And I also didn't think I had enough experience Mm -hmm. to charge those prices. And now, even though I'm 27, I feel like I'm like, I've been doing this now for five years. Oh, yeah. And in terms of like just online marketing and stuff. So I'm like, I feel like I have more experience than someone who's 20 years older than me that you know, maybe has had that much experience too online. Yeah, you know?
0: right. And or especially in, with Instagram, and I know mm-hmm. it's a lot of what you're selling is like no one, I, feels like, I feel like knows, there's very few people who know yeah. it really well and mm-hmm. live in it the way you do. And I think mm-hmm. that's a huge selling mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that because yeah. all of our listeners, I mean, I don't care how much experience they've had and all the people I've interviewed say the same thing. Like at one point, they just like, who am I to do this? Mm-hmm. Even from people who I thought, never had that limiting belief
1: definitely had imposter syndrome mm-hmm. at some oh, point oh for sure that's a huge <laughs> thing that a lot of people have and i don't think they realize that's what it is
0: yeah so so i'm curious so after you like had this big jump and mm-hmm. you know you hit 15,000 mm-hmm. did your limiting belief shift at all or what did you believe about how you could serve the world well, then well
1: so it was funny i felt like i wasn't allowed to teach instagram until in certain numbers oh interesting wait so like it wasn't until i hit about 8 9,000 that i'm like Okay, like I think I'm pretty good at this. I'm far enough ahead of everybody <laughs> yeah, else or a I'm lot like, of people because I see people at like one two thousand doing Instagram. I'm like, you're not even that. Like, I wouldn't trust you as much. Like, that's just my personal thought. Sure. Like, if you if you're like selling something that you haven't done, right. So like if you had maybe for another company, like maybe you had grown their account and like and maybe you only have a thousand yourself personally. I'm like, OK, that's fine. That's the most you've ever grown. Yes. I personally wouldn't trust someone who hasn't done it before me. And I think that's true with any type of coach, with any type of. So that's why I'm for shaking me. shaking my head. Yes, yes. Yeah. So like for <laughs> me, like I look at coaches and I'm like, I would only want to coach with someone who's actually like done, done what, what you they want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And so I see these online coaches and I'm like, but I don't see your results. There's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. happening right
0: now in the world yeah. and it's unfortunate because i agree with you like get you know coach people like if you're a coach coach people to where you are yeah but don't try to coach past that if you've never done it because mm-hmm. i think it's a tough thing to do and so, so
1: once i hit a certain number i was like okay like i can teach people that are below this number yeah because i can teach them how, how i to got get to, there yes and how so, to go from
0: first grade to mm-hmm. 12th grade whatever. and
1: ten thousand is a very Big number on Instagram because once you hit 10,000, you get the swipe up. It's just, it's very much a milestone. That's so that what was, we're working on. I yeah. hear you. <laughs> and it does, I mean, and it's funny, you don't see a lot of people between three to 10. Usually it's a fast. Speed to get to 10, but you see a lot of people under three and a lot of people over 10. We're it's, over
0: three now. Is yeah. that good? So we're going to get to 10. But it means that fast. you're going
1: to go faster. We're so gonna, it's happening interesting because like, it speeds up because you're at that point where it's kind of like a compound effect a little yes. bit. And I think because the more people that see that you have a certain number, they'll follow you faster. Like, we've grown a little bit faster as we've grown. It makes know? sense
0: because I mm. make that same decision based on how many people. I'm like, exactly. oh, I'm going to follow that person. Yep. They, have a lot they of already have, Yeah,
1: they must be good. <laughs> it it's, must it's the social proof, perceived, proof you yes, know. Perceived yeah.
0: belief that they're awesome. For sure. Well, that's really powerful. Yeah. Thank you. I feel mm-hmm. better about my Instagram just having you here with me mm-hmm. right now, Jenna. So we're going to talk more yeah, about that. For sure. So I know you do Instagram. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. the strategies you teach. But before we get there, yeah. I want you to think about, like, all of your businesses mm-hmm. that you've had. What are the top two strategies that you've used to... Really grow your business. Mm. What can you tell us about that? Well,
1: for me, I think my biggest strength is networking. I hear you on that. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in college, that was probably another limiting belief was that I was bad at networking. I think I thought in college that I was bad at it. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then once I started doing it and it just came easily, I was like, I don't know why I thought I was bad at it. And it became a love of mine. Like a lot of people don't say that they love networking. I love networking. Mm. I'll say it like proudly. Mm-hmm. Like I love. Like, I was at a networking event last night, and I was just like, I just loved meeting new people, talking to them, and you know, I think they sense that energy in me. Yes, you know that Be very I, approachable. Yeah, like I like talk I like hearing about their business or whatever they're doing, and and I will, you know, I'm like, I'll follow them on Instagram. I'll add them on LinkedIn. Like I like following up with them, and then including them in my community because I feel like once people join in my community they feel like this oh my gosh overwhelm there's so mm. many awesome people in this group I need to yeah. connect with so for me networking has been a way that I've just definitely grown as a person
0: so I'm gonna ask for a second one but before mm-hmm. we do that I want to talk about networking because I think people make a lot of mistakes
1: yes I literally just did a video yesterday tell us yeah so
0: tell us what are the mistakes that you see people <sighs> okay, making in networking so this was
1: my I'm not kidding my mistake was called five mistakes to avoid when networking I'm okay. kidding not I want to hear it so the first mistake is if you're at an event Talking to the same person the whole night, right? Because you're there to meet multiple people. Like, if it's a great conversation, like you think they're going to be business partners or something, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but it's not really usually going to happen, right? So. You know, spend no more than 15 to 20 minutes with one person. Good. Like, I would say, like, limit yourself. And then also excusing yourself out of that conversation, especially if it's boring or you, like, don't want to talk to this person anymore. Just leave. Like, be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And then don't <laughs> go back to them, you know? Like, get make an excuse. Okay. And then another thing is make sure to have business cards because what I do now is I just tell people, oh, I'll follow you on Instagram.
0: So Ooh, then they'll follow me good. back. Yeah. So it's a
1: way for me to track them right then and there. Yeah. And be able, and then I can direct message them after. And you can see how terrible their Instagram is. Exactly. So you know they need and so, to hire you. Yeah, exactly. And so that's like one thing that I do. And then also having like somewhat of an elevator pitch. So like when people can't explain what they do, Or they're like, I have this idea for a business. Like (laughs) It just sounds very weak and I'm like, well, you don't have business or it's not something you're proud of. (laughs) So it doesn't come across. A few other tips are like, give them something of value.
0: Yeah, sure. Versus
1: just asking them, like, oh, do you know anyone? Like, like you do want to do that because you're there for a reason, too. You're not just there to give out free advice all the time, but you do want to give them something of value. So I always say, like, oh, you should join my Facebook group. It's free. Like, it's a way for you to connect with people. Mm. It's a pro for me because maybe they're a potential client, but it's mostly for them to have that just be a way to connect with more people. Got it. So those are probably the biggest mistakes you should avoid. Yeah.
0: yeah. Talk to a lot of people. Make it, Make worth, it worth your, your time. T- yeah, exactly. Bring your business cards. Mm-hmm. We always forget those. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good elevator pitch. Know what you're talking yeah. about. And give something away. Make it that reciprocal mm-hmm. so that there's something. I like the Facebook group. And I also like that you yeah. follow people immediately on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. I feel like most people take a business card and they put they yes. go back to their or I lose office. It. <laughs> right. And they put it on their desk and eventually mm-hmm. it's growing mold. And yeah. then they forget about who that person was. Yeah, like,
1: who was that? Yeah. It's like instantly you have to either add them on LinkedIn or just do that so that they remember and they know that you're serious too. Right.
0: And that you're a serious business person. Yeah. I'm sure they see your Instagram and they're mm-hmm. like ooh, yeah. <laughs> jen has got <Exactly>. followers. <laughs> so that was number one. So I want another strategy from you, Jenna. Like mm-hmm. what else has worked for you in the arena of sales?
1: I think, honestly when I first started, Facebook groups mm-hmm. were how I got most of my business. Interesting. People would be asking for something and I would like give an answer and then I would say, oh I also offer that. <laughs> Ah, You know? Yeah. so I don't do that as much anymore, but it was a good way for me to get connections online. and, And then also, so one of the first things I did that was very successful was I created custom Etsy banners using photography. Oh, cool. So basically... Etsy sellers would send me their products. I would photograph them, create an actual banner. They would put like their logo in it and then I would send the products back. And I remember that like quadrupled because I posted one of my creations in a Facebook group and I got like 10 requests for me to do it for them. Oh, smart. So, yeah. So, it's like the portfolio piece of sharing your work, which Mm -hmm. I think so many people, that's why I think Instagram is such a powerful platform. It is an online portfolio of what you do. Oh. And people may not even know that they need what you offer until they see it. Right. And I'm very visual. And so for me, being able to show like, oh, this is what I make for people. and People are like, I want that. Yeah. And they don't, don't even realize that they want it. They're probably not Googling Etsy banner. Photographers, Right.
0: But when they see it, they yes, know it. They're like, exactly. oh, I want that. And I
1: think that's what Instagram is so powerful. And that's why I love it so much is you can show with words and with pictures what you offer in a way that will emotionally connect with people. And it's a sales tool in itself. Yeah. Oh, that's a
0: great idea. Yeah. So having groups. I think what you, one of your gifts is building community isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah and you do that really well Mm -hmm. and it's important for all of us to be thinking how are we building community Mm -hmm. so that we can continue to connect with people yeah you know it's interesting as when I start on Facebook I feel like Facebook is like you're standing out in the middle of a field on a hill like Mm -hmm. screaming (laughs) and then Instagram to me is like a really fun party Mm -hmm. where all the super cool people are hanging out and we're having great conversations Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel as vulnerable to me or no. something it's a safe place mm-hmm. and I am in love with Instagram yeah. and it I'm so grateful fun. to my friend Tina who made me do it but
1: <laughs> I, and that's the funny thing when I first I think it's changed too over time. When I first started Instagram, it was just people posting crappy looking photos because we didn't know how to edit back in 2013. (laughs) Like there wasn't any We couldn't edit it ourselves for sure. Well, yeah, like the editing software that Instagram had, like the filters were bad. Like they Mm -hmm. were just really dark. Like I look back at some of my old posts and a lot of people's old posts, they were very dark. And then Lightroom, which is what most photographers use to edit their photos, became a lot bigger. And there were a lot of presets people were selling where you could basically apply a really good filter to your photos. And now... You see that airy photographer look where it's very bright and sunny. And that's kind of what I think what got Instagram going was people figured out how to make pictures that people liked to see. Yeah. And we all look
0: better in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and more, more approach of filter me. Exactly. All right. Which ties into perfectly, I want to take time to make sure that you can talk about Instagram. So Mm -hmm. what are the top two to three strategies to just blow our minds about Instagram today? No pressure. So,
1: okay, there's so many. Sorry, I'm like, oh my gosh. Let's do three. Well, okay, this is like a tip a lot of people don't know. The first, when people come to your account, they'll decide within six seconds if they're going to follow you or not.
0: Goodness.
1: It's such a quick decision. Okay. Like, they'll see the first few photos that you have and they'll decide... Like you can look at your bio, which I think you should fill out your entire bio so that it, cause you only have a certain number of things, but your bio should explain who you are, what you do and who it's for. Yep. So like my bio, I talk about where for local businesses in Twin Cities. So I'm like, if they're a local Twin Cities business, they'll probably follow because they're like, that's for me. That's me. So, so they can
0: self-identify yeah, really quickly. Exactly.
1: And so it's like, that's kind of the thing that you have to have filled out is your bio. The first few photos have to look really good. I think a lot of people post crap on Instagram, and I'm like, no one's going to like that. It's not pretty. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just pointless. You should put it on your story because it'll go away in 24 hours. Don't keep it on your main feed if it's not worth posting. I think people post because they don't know what to post. True. And I think that it should all be a strategy. If it's yes. a business account, you should think about, okay, well, what are people going to like? And then also the caption is so important. So people don't even post a caption, and that drives me nuts. The caption is your blog. That is like you got to get their attention. I will say, like, stop scrolling. Like, read this. Like, telling people, getting their attention. I listened to an episode of a podcast where she talked about the first line of your Instagram should be in all caps to get people's attention because like Instagram is so much of a I'm going through all these different accounts but the very first line should be like bold cap locks. When you say the first line that means what I'm typing like the in first underneath sentence. my caption. Okay, yeah. Because people will see that it's important and you're not everyone does that. So you're like, different. hey, it's yeah. me. i yeah, 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 and- yeah. And so like just the caption there should always be a call to action. No matter what mm-hmm. even if it's leave a comment check out my Instagram story listen to the podcast today. It shouldn't just be Information, because if it is information, people will be like, "Well, then, now what?" Yeah, like you want to do something with it,
0: so they know. So, yeah, because
1: it's if you're growing Instagram specifically for business, there should be a call to action for each post. There should be a reason why you're posting everything,
0: and it should be a clear reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're talking about six seconds. We only have two seconds. The first few photos are really important. Have a caption. Put it in caps. Caps. Yeah, and they'll hear it or see mm-hmm. it or grab it. What else? Anything you're missing? Like, what what do we Um, wish everybody knew? Hashtags.
1: I mean... I have a hashtag out on my website. It's mostly for Minnesota-based people. It's a lot of local hashtags, but hashtags are a way to get found by more people. Mm-hmm. And that's why people use them. A lot of people, they do really weird hashtags. Yeah. My overall training with hashtags is do some large hashtags and some small hashtags. A mix of both. So a large hashtag is a hashtag that has a lot like of people using it. Like a million people. Yeah. Okay. Then have a small one where it's local. Do some local hashtags wherever you are to get some local followers. Yep. And then do some in the middle. And then I have my own hashtag. Twin Cities Collective is a hashtag I made up and it has over 30,000 people that have used it. So always
0: put your own on there.
1: Always put your own on there because then everyone, if they click on that, they'll see all of your posts. Mm -hmm. So hashtags are really important and a lot of people get freaked out by them. You can have up to 30. I recommend doing 10 to 20. Oh, you can have up to thirty. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. So, if you do more than thirty, it will not allow you to post it. Like it'll say like error.
0: Okay, so to systematize, do you like have them all typed out, and so you just um, yes. copy and paste? I put them in
1: my notes app and just copy them over. Yeah,
0: I would assume that would. That's a good um, idea. I just thought of that. Yeah, there's okay. also
1: apps that you can like. I use Preview sometimes. There's the planally Plan Later, Unum. There's like five or six that are like really good that are like apps that can help plan out your Instagram yeah. feed. I just prefer to do it the old fashioned way and just use notes and copy it. And I actually put it in the first comment, not in the actual caption because mm-hmm. it still works the same.
0: Cause yeah, we use a combination. We use co-schedule, yeah. but then I do okay. some of my own posting as well. Yeah. Cause people love that I'm a mom yeah. more than that I'm a business owner. I sometimes feel like, huh. or my mom yeah. clients do, they just want to know mm-hmm. what's going on with Luca. Mm-hmm. And so those are really yeah. popular posts. And I, yeah. I mean there's, when we look at myself as a human, I mean, mm-hmm. That I'm a mom as much as I'm a business sure. owner. It's interesting. What do you think about weaving those things yeah. in? Are you for or against? Uh,
1: so I actually have two accounts. I have the Twin says Collective account and mm-hmm. then I have my own personal. Mm. And on my personal account, it's more about me because I feel like on Twin Cities Collective, it's more of the group. Like it I, is. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And so, but I'm on the stories every day. Stories has made it a way for me to kind of that's my where I you see my face. Yeah. If you actually go to the Twin Cities Collective Instagram, you don't see my face a lot. Yeah. But that makes sense. if you're an actual like follower and there's a lot of people that follow like consistently every day on the stories, Yeah, you'll recognize me. I've been recognized in public from being on Instagram stories. Mm. Like I was at Michael's and somebody recognized me. So like there's,
0: that's exciting. yeah, or there,
1: or I'm at, I think I was at the Lynn Hall and somebody came up to me and she recognized, you know, so it's like, it's just being on stories every day. That's what a lot of people tell me. They're like, I'm so afraid to get on stories and just talk. I'm like, just talk. Like that's, you're your own best advocate for your brand and business. Mm-hmm. If you want to sell your business, you're going to have to learn how to be good on camera
0: and lead yeah yeah so one last question about instagram mm-hmm. if i may yeah
1: for sure
0: what is it about ten thousand? why is it magical and what happens when you hit that unicorn yeah number?
1: i think that instagram like treats you a little bit better i don't know if that like makes really? sense well because yeah. they allow you to add the swipe up which is a great tool basically tell everyone what that is so on instagram stories right now you can like talk about stuff but you tell them to go back to the link in your bio. Whatever that link is, that's how you get to whatever page you're talking about on the story. With the swipe up effect, you'll say swipe up on this story that you're watching right now, and you can get that. The only way you can get that without hitting 10,000 is if you pay for an Instagram ad. That's the only way you can add the swipe up, But again, you're paying for that. So this is like a free way to do it once you hit ten thousand. So they reward you. Yes, they reward you because you're active. Yeah, hitting ten thousand means you're good at what you're doing. Something. Not everyone hits. I mean, some people go viral, but that doesn't happen as often. So what's the next after ten thousand? Like, what are people trying Um, to hit? Well, then they want to get verified. Oh, that's where you get the blue check mark. But that is not something that a certain. It's basically Instagram, like. I don't know exactly what the process is, but basically it's like if you become famous. Got it. (laughs) Like it's like people that are maybe, or maybe they're trying to make accounts that are not them and so you need to know which one is the real person that's oh. why they're verified but when you're verified if you leave a comment your comment goes up to the top now so if you comment mm. on somebody's post
0: you're that important because yeah,
1: yes, they now have like an algorithm for the comments oh that's cool which is interesting so that's like so verified is definitely like the goal most people have but that's more off of instagram it's more of just how famous are you in real life and being verified is very rare interesting but that is but i think for me it's not so much about the numbers at a certain point it's yeah. more about okay well what is these numbers mean and how is this going to impact me in general and are
0: these your people exactly right? that's the other thing are you building a community a lot of you? people
1: i get a lot of the same questions all the time on instagram mm-hmm. like i just people have the same one of them is oh people follow me and then they unfollow me the next day i'm like they're playing a game ignore them yeah they're just trying to get a follow back and if they do sometimes they still unfollow you they're just playing games and I'm like, well, what's that follow worth? It's just right. worth a follow. I'm like, I'm actually trying to like Build. meet people that mm-hmm. will potentially like become clients. So I'm like, if somebody unfollows me, it means they're not my right client. Right. That's great. Yeah. We should celebrate that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I could, we could talk about Instagram yeah. all day.
0: So any last thoughts about Instagram that you want people um, to know?
1: I think the biggest thing is a lot of people of a certain age fear it. I would agree. And I think that they think that they're not good at it. And I know of people that are, over 45 that are killing it. It's just understanding it and mm-hmm. realizing it is a tool and you do have to spend a lot of time on it to grow it. Like yeah. you do have to be consistent Yeah, and it is powerful when you do it right. Mm-hmm. If you're just kind of half-assing it, like it's not going to help you at all. You're just wasting time. Yeah. So I think you really have to have a strategy for how is this going to work? Maybe even like hire someone to teach you how to do it. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe even if you don't have time, you maybe you just literally don't have time, hire someone to manage it for you. Right.
0: So all these 40-year-olds and above, really, yeah. I mean, that's what I do. I just hire people. Yeah, so exactly. that's a perfect segue, Jenna. <laughs> Tell us about how to find Twin Cities Collective and also yeah. just more about you. If mm-hmm. someone wants to work with you to yeah. grow their Instagram, how would For they sure. do that?
1: So most of my clients are in person, but I can definitely do over Skype and stuff. If you follow Twin Cities Collective on basically every platform, it's com. It's Twin Cities Collective on Instagram. You can also follow me, Jenna Redfield. But basically what I do for, I do like, again, the one hour audits, which I think are really fun. You kind of like realizing a lot of things about your business, not just because like I have a full questionnaire of questions about like your brand and your business. Like, do you have your logo? Do you have all the things ready for Instagram, And then I also have a four-week program where we meet once a week for four weeks. And it's more intensive. Like, we go through everything about Instagram. Because okay. I've learned that within an hour, yeah. you can't teach Instagram in an hour. It's a lot more complicated than that. There's the growth strategies, but then there's also the posting. And then yeah. there's also the hashtags. And there's also your whole brand. Like, what is your goals? Yep. I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people are like, I just... People tell me I need to be on Instagram. I'm like, but why? Like, right. You don't have to be on there unless you really think it's going to work for you. Right.
0: If it makes sense for your business. Yeah, exactly. So there's the one hour mm-hmm. audit. Yep. And is there a special, like, would our clients get a percentage off on that if they reach yeah. out to you?
1: I mean, yeah, like 10, 20%. I mean, I'm open to whatever. Okay. So let's
0: do 20%. I like it. Okay, listeners, 20% off that yeah. one hour audit. Yeah. And again, Jenna, what's the best way to reach out to you directly um, if they want to book you? Yeah,
1: I would either direct message me on Instagram or you can send me an email Jenna at Twin Cities collective.com.
0: Jenna at Twin Cities collective.com. all right listeners definitely take advantage of these awesome offers follow Jenna find out how she can support you especially if you're in the local Minnesota mm-hmm. community I know yeah. a lot of our listeners oh, nice. are as well so Jenna this has been a lot of fun thank you so much for being here today and yeah. for sharing your wisdom thank I took so lots much. of notes yeah appreciate awesome. it you're awesome and I want to thank Ian Levitt he of Studio Americana for yeah. sponsoring this production today and making this happen. So thank you to Ian and his team. This is really great. I'm looking forward to getting to know him. And also again, Autumn Enlow, you rock. I want to thank you for sponsoring the show as well. And all finally, if you haven't gone to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. Make it a gift to yourself, Six Secrets to Doubling Your Sales. It's a PDF. You can download it. It'll help you have a great day. I'd love to come and support you at your next event or come and play with us at Sales Camp. We've lots of Sales Camps throughout the year here in Minnesota is where I'm recording today and in San Diego. So if you have any questions or if we can do anything for you, you can email us directly at contact at salescoachnow.com. Thanks everybody and have your most epic month yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now.
1: To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now.